From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnoffer with WISPolitics.com here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. I'm joined by WISP business and healthcare reporter Stephanie Hoff. So recently, Stephanie hosted an event called Hospitality Industry Stirs After the Year of COVID. That lunch hour event featured Wisconsin's eatery and alehouse leaders about a year after the economy shutdown as a result of the pandemic. So they talked a lot about uh, the recent calls to increase the minimum wage across the country and in Wisconsin. And Stephanie talked to the Wisconsin Restaurant Association chief, who says that right now is maybe not the time to raise minimum wages in restaurants. So Stephanie, uh, both you and I are former restaurant industry workers, and I think we both know that it can be a pretty tough industry and a lot of the workers in that industry are having a pretty tough time financially right now. And if the Restaurant Association is saying no to wage increases right now, did they say anything about future increases? That's right, Adam. One of the questions was about minimum wage. Before we get going, though, I have to use a stat that Christine Hilmer gave and that one in three workers started out in the hospitality industry, and you and I are part of that stat. But anyways, happy to talk with you about my conversation with the state's food and drink industry. Hilmer says restaurants welcome a conversation on changing the minimum wage, but they don't feel that right now is the best time to do it. And this is because the industry has been just plundered by the COVID-19 pandemic. Mark Garthwaite, who is the executive director of the Wisconsin Brewers Guild, he said it's clear that Wisconsin workers cannot get by on low wages. But the current challenge is that if restaurants, taverns, or tap rooms can't be full of people, it makes it difficult to operate on such slim margins. Here's just how small those margins are, Adam. 3%. That means 97 cents of every dollar brought in is already spoken for. For labor, for food, or for other overhead costs. Add in capacity restrictions, such as the ones that currently exist in Dana-Milwaukee counties, and you know our favorite places to go out maybe in the red right now. Wow, Stephanie, a 3% profit margin is definitely tight. Uh, But before we go any further, I just want to give some quick background for our listeners. The current minimum wage in Wisconsin is $7.25 per hour, and the governor's budget is calling for a phased increase of a $10.15 per hour minimum wage by 2024. So the minimum wage would slowly increase to that 10.15 amount, reaching it in 2024. And Democrats in the House of Representatives almost succeeded in increasing the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour, but they removed that provision from the recent $1.9 trillion pandemic relief package because it would have required a rule change in the Senate to pass the Senate. And Stephanie, were there any other groups that you talked to about those bills to increase the minimum wage? Did anyone talk about that? Yeah, so Tavern League of Wisconsin President Chris Marsicano weighed in. He said many of his members already pay higher than minimum wage to keep their good workers. And he doesn't think it would be fair to pay entry-level workers the same amount as employees that have already been working at that business for several years. And then additionally, you know, higher wages could end up pricing out entry-level job seekers. It could also raise 
menu prices. And Wisconsinites such as myself, we are frugal people. Adam, you know I am very proud of my, about my frugality. So Wisconsinites may go out to eat less if their fish dinner goes up in price. And all of this could further harm the already hurting restaurants, taverns, and brew pubs. So aside from the base minimum wage increase, Dem Representative Francesca Hong from Madison and Dem Senator Chris Larson from Milwaukee said they want to pretty much completely do away with the tip minimum wage and bring that minimum wage up to the 725 mark with the intention of creating equity in the workplace. And I think it's important to note that Representative Hong is an owner of a restaurant in Madison. And Stephanie, did Hilmer mention anything about that tipped wage increase to you? Yes, she did. She expressed some frustration with these efforts to strike the tip credit. I think it's important to note that everybody, regardless if you are on a tipped wage, has to make that federal minimum wage of $7.25. So $2.33 is what the restaurant pays per hour for a tipped worker. But that worker has really no ceiling in what they can make per hour after tips. If that worker is not able to make at least $7.25, the restaurant would pay them up to $7.25. And Hilmer says the tip credit allows restaurants to pay higher wages than in the back of house, like their cooks, for example. And she's worried about the effort to get rid of it. Here's a little bit more of what she had to say. We know that what's likely going to happen, you eliminate the tip credit, those tips are going to be pooled with everybody at the restaurant, including the back of the house. So we know that every single um, effort in this country in the past couple of years to eliminate the tip credit has failed. Because once we tell the story of what it truly means to those workers who, who really uh, rely on those tips as part of their compensation, they're like, wait a second, that means I'm likely to get paid less because now my tips go to all sorts of other people. Thanks again, Stephanie, for talking to us about wage increases in Wisconsin. If you want to hear more about the wage increases in Wisconsin and federally, you can head over to wispbusiness.com to watch more of the conversation that Stephanie had with hospitality leaders. Once again, I'm Adam Kellenhofer with wispolitics.com. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.